Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jobs helps you narrow down to only the most qualified candidates, which means you can start hiring the right people faster. Go to linkedin.com slash sports to post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. LA's mega sports station is KSPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. 710 ESPN. 710 ESPN. And here we go. Travis Rogers, Alan Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa is on for your Friday. We're here each weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We begin nine hours of LA sports talk all day long. <laughs> On yesterday's show, we found out all about producer Emily's tiki bar in the front in her home in Virginia. I'm sure there'll be more on that. But play the peacock sound. It's what they do. Yes, the St. Peter's Peacocks. Bust up those brackets, yo, on night one of the tourney. Beating number two, the Kentucky Wildcats, and my Italian friend John Calipari. Come on, Coach Cal. Can't let a peacock beat ya. It's what they do. Enjoy this, sleep. Savor it. Smile. Let's get to it. Travis and Sliwa, your feel-good Friday peacock edition right now. It's what they do. Here we go. Live from L.A. Live. Sweet tea, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Who do you think was more excited about the Peacocks' victory over the Kentucky Wildcats yesterday? Morales. The players Morales. on St. Peter's yeah, no, Morales. Chris Morales, right? 140% <laughs> Chris Morales was incredible. He probably started working on that, that open <laughs> the moment the game ended. And he went to sleep at 4 a.m. Like, wait, did I think I, it was the moment it, they got a bid to the tournament. I think you're right, Emily. <laughs> that he I, was thrilled when that went down the way that it did. I spent the entire break looking up. Kevin Miller hit us on Twitter. Down in Orange County, Pop Pie Company makes an okay. incredible pop pie. Sold. I don't know about you. And I'm still in my Lent, you can't have a carb, whatever life I'm living I right now. I don't think now. there's any carbs in a pot pie, Slee. I think you're fine. Just let it rip. <laughs> I think you're totally good. Carbs are a state of mind. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you guys do Just... carbless pies? You do what? <laughs> what? Arrest this man. I'll take the uh, tur- the chicken pot pie with, uh, but just carbless. How I'll do a keto pie? Run you out the door? I'm gonna do a. Ke- you guys do keto pies? <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Pot pie company, you said. Yeah, pot pie company. I guess there's a few located okay, down in San Diego too, yeah. Costa Mesa. So there's a few of them. Uh, Costa Mesa is not far from where I am. I could do that. Uh, just very quickly to put, a, put a, a button on the Peacocks from their win against Kentucky yesterday. I want to read this again. We read it earlier in the show, but if you're just catching up crazy. with us right now. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, this is important. Um, by the way, you should get with us at 10 o'clock every morning. Don't wait till 12 to come. Come in at 10 and spend the entire day with us. You'll be, you'll, you'll be very happy you did. Here is who John Calipari, who just lost to the, Emily, St. Peter's? Saint, yeah, St. Peter's in Jersey City. St. Peter's Peacocks good, yesterday. Good squad. Yep. Okay. John Calipari has coached, among others, Devin Booker, 
Carl Anthony Towns, De- uh, Derek Rose, Marcus Camby, Anthony Davis, De'Aaron Fox, Bam Adebayo, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, P.J. Washington, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, Eric Bledsoe, Tyler Hero, Julius Randle, Malik Monk, and Jamal Murray. Never heard of any of them. They sound like G League players to me. (laughs) That is a roster of all-stars and Hall of Famers. And he's won one national championship. Okay? Look, I understand. Like, let's use, and this is an extreme example. Mm -hmm. Coach K has had a million good players, right? He's had a ton of good players. Better college players than NBA players. Bingo. You're exactly right. Yeah. These are guys that were great college players and, by the way, won a bunch of titles. Coach K has won a bunch of titles along the way. So what this is telling me is he's taking very good players and maximizing their ability because when they get to the NBA, Duke does not create a bunch of great NBA players, some to be sure. But it's not, it's not a factory the way Kentucky is. Kentucky is a factory for NBA players, and they're getting beat by Peacocks. What, I mean, what, what a shameful list for John well, Calipari. It's funny because Kentucky has kind of taken the – they embrace the one and done. No, 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 just come here one year and then go. Get into the league. Let's just get the five as best as we can, get the best roster as we possibly can. Um, it, it, just, it is kind of interesting to, to look at that and – Pay attention to all those freaking big names that we all know that we're watching every single night in the NBA. One chip. It's extraordinary. Let, let me chip. ask you this. Let me ask yeah. you this. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking out loud here. I don't. I, I think this is true, but I need to give it a little thought. I I believe that the team with the best players always has a very significant advantage in every sport. If I have better players than you, Slee, mm-hmm. the chances to you to beat me go way down, right? I'm not saying it's impossible, but they're way down. I would also argue, I think, that basketball, it matters the most, right? Like, if you, if my players are better than you in football, but you execute better, you're, you're a better coach, you're better prepared, you got a chance to beat me, right? Or a better chance. In baseball, it's all about that guy standing out on the dirt. Right. If he if he if I have the better pitcher, but you got better players, that's a little bit different in basketball. If you have a lot better players than I do, it's really hard for you to beat me. And John Calipari has mastered the art of having better players and having people beat him. Yeah. Listen, in the NBA, there's a reason why Braun has went to 10 NBA finals. I saw something. I'm going to say the stat and I could get it wrong, but there was some kind of stat where Braun's been to the finals 10 times. That was more than 27 NBA franchises. It was something along those lines. And it sounds right, right? Just think about that. He's been to the finals 10 times. 27 other franchises have, have not been there that many times. So, Braun is in the lead of 27 franchises. Well, I'm trying but, to think. Oh, if the Celtics and the Lakers. Okay, Celtics, Lakers. Yeah. I'm assuming San Antonio. Bulls only went six. Bulls of a Bulls they went won six, six times, but, but did they go six. four other times or oh, anything no. like that? I don't it know could, if they have. Uh, Golden State, probably the Warriors. It, it could be the Warriors. It could. That's incredible. That that. By the way, Slee. Yeah. That's the. That's my new favorite LeBron. I, I'm blown away by this. I've got. Let me get the stat right. I might be. But it, it sounds. By the way, it sounds right that it would be that Bron's been there ten <laughs> times. There's only been a handful of other franchises that have been there ten times or more. San but Antonio I'll, I'll check only on five. <laughs> this is the most this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. My mind is just blown. Because even Miami went four times with Braun and twice without I'm trying that's to think six. the Phillies of the world, uh 
Philly, no. I don't, they haven't been 10 times, have they? Probably been five or six. This is terrific. I want it to be. I I'll want it to just it. be two. I'll find that number. I want it to be twenty-eight. I don't because I, the war, the Warriors have been what five times recently, mm-hmm. and they they went a few times back in the seventies. I want to say too. Lakers have been there thirty-two times. Okay. Celtics have been there. I don't know what year this article is. Twenty twenty. Okay? okay. Celtics been there twenty-one times. Okay. Warriors have been there eleven times. There you go, the Warriors. Yeah. Take the combination of Philadelphia <laughs> and San Francisco. Okay. Right. The, yeah. Um. <laughs> the Sixers have been there nine times. Yeah, but you know what? Who's Knicks have been there eight times. Pistons seven. Bulls six. Spurs six. Yes, that is that hey, is the stat. Hey, you know, he was in the East, man. He was in the East. <laughs> East was really easy. East is East was super easy. Anybody could, you know, in the East. Jordan went six and zero. Oh. Jordan, Why Jordan is went Rocky oh. breaking down the Eastern <laughs> God question? I don't know. It's a fair question, and I don't have a good response for you. But, get, I, you know, I, I'm so happy you told me this. My, my new thing. If we talk I, NBA hey, moving forward, please let it be Rocky. Hey, you know, LeBron, the, he's not the best because uh, uh, the East was really, really easy. And then when he saw it get hard, he came over to the Lakers when the West was getting the uh, – uh, how about this? Braun is number the- four on the list of franchises. <laughs> if he was his own franchise, he'd have been to the Can- finals fourth highest in NBA history if he was his own that- franchise. How about this part? How about this part? It's not like he did it by being on the Lakers or Celtics either. He did it in Cleveland and Miami for the most part. Yeah. Okay, Cleveland and one with the Lakers, yep. four with Miami, and then uh, five with the, with the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavs... Miami's been there five times total. Used the last one six times total, I think. Yeah. I think six times total. Yeah, the, at the time that, Le, that LeBron beat them in the finals <laughs> that time. Yes. The most recent one. So they're at six. The Cleveland Cavaliers, until this season, and then a little pocket with Mark Price and Brad Doherty and those guys, yep. that is one of the worst teams in the history of the not NBA. not to mention Craig Elo, but that's fine. <laughs> Craig, Craig Elo, too. He gets a little, he gets a little love. That is fantastic. I just want to walk around with a LeBron jersey on so somebody will start going, eh, eh, you, uh, Jordan was 6 0. You know, he was in the East. Yeah? Well, how about this, sucker? Ten times stat. in the finals. That's a crazy stat. That is more than 27 other that's crazy, NBA teams. That's a crazy stat. It's fantastic. I'm yeah, so happy you told me that. This that's is, pretty baller right it's there. It's made my weekend. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. My bracket could get a little better, so USC is well, uh, going to start their game here in a bit. You still have to tell everybody why you don't like Kershaw right now. No, I do you like Kershaw. Finish. I just don't like what he said. I like Kershaw. I don't, I don't like guys setting up off-ramps before we've even started. Okay, I, I, got, like I got a question for you. As of right now, that roster, the Dodgers roster. Yeah. Better pitching going into last season or better pitching going into this season? That's easy. Last year for sure. Okay. Lineup-wise, um, just trying to think here off the top of my head, all right? So the significant change in the lineup is obviously Freeman for Seager, mm-hmm. two lefties. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the question is going to be, all right, well, Freeman in his career has been around a lot more than Seager was from mm-hmm. a age perspective or from a um, health perspective. Yep. What's age difference? I want to say is five years, something along those lines. Seager's right. was he 27 and yep. Freeman being 32. Um, how much does that concern you that you're talking about the pitching 
from last season being this is an easy one, no question about it, because you were just saying a couple of seconds ago when yeah. you were talking about college basketball and everything on the mound is going to be the most important thing. Yeah, so a couple of different things here. Number one, Dodgers aren't done putting this team together. I, I still think that that mm-hmm. could look very different by the time we get going for real. So we'll see what their pitching looks like when it's all said and done. Because while I think it's unlikely, if you get a Trevor Bauer back, if you make an acquisition, if you make a trade, all of a sudden it might look a little different. Time will tell. But the pitching on last year's team far better than this year's team. But it's not just offensively you, you lost Seager and you added Freeman. You're adding a whole nother bat. Right, the pitcher's not going to hit. You're you're sure. putting a whole yep. other team, a whole other real hitter, and which will Swassel- play to the obviously the advantage of the Dodgers. Right. So mm-hmm. while the other teams in the National League obviously have the same addition, they're not going into a pool. They're trying to say, hey, which fifth infielder is our best option? Hey, which which of our four outfielders is the the Dodgers are going to basically drop Max Muncie into that spot, or AJ Pollock, mm-hmm. or Chris Taylor, or whoever it might be, a uh, Justin Turner on any given night. These are, these are all-star guys that they're just shuffling. They're going to have nine all-stars in their lineup every single night. As good as last year's team is, didn't have that. I mean, I think it had seven. Pretty, pretty damn good. But, but th- this is a team that is just loaded up across the board. And you know, Slee, you heard me say this a million times. I don't know if there was a bigger Corey Seager fan than me other than maybe Ryan in, in La Jolla. Right, he he got or the, the number Texas four. Rangers giving him ten <laughs> perhaps, years. And... Perhaps I'm a Dodger fan, Corey Seager. Yeah. I was at the top of the list. I'm a huge Corey Seager fan. Mm-hmm. I think he's terrific. He's not as good as Freddie Freeman. He's just he's he's not. I mean, he's he's really good. Freddie Freeman is significantly better, and it's that for the reason that you mentioned, he's available more often. But he's a guy that really doesn't ride the wave, right? Corey Seager would ride the wave a little bit. Not like Bellinger or something like that, but he would ride the wave a little bit. He sure. would have when some he's moments. hot, he's hot. Yeah. When he's a little cold, he's a little Freddie cold. Freddie Freeman yep. doesn't get hot or cold. He just sits there and gets two hits every night. That's just, yeah, this is what I do. I'm going to hit two. I'm going to get a couple hits a night. One of them will probably be for extra bases. Probably walk once. And, oh, by the way, I'm the most popular guy in every locker room I've ever been in. They're, they are significantly better with him. So the on, on the offensive end and, and in general with the team, and we'll see what happens, what ends up happening with the uh, the pitching staff, as you just mentioned. We had Whitworth on a little bit earlier, and you were talking about, you know, replacing leaders. How do you replace it and this? And we try to give some comps. Kershaw would probably be the best example that you could say. Kershaw is right. one of those leaders with the Dodgers. Yeah. And I only bring that up because when you said you weren't crazy about his quote, I think he's very calculated with everything that he says. That's I why think I don't the way. Like I think the way he set it up is the right way to set it up. I think kind of his mindset from that perspective of, guys, I'm not going to come out here and say we are the best team. Nobody's got a shot. I, I, I'm not going to go extreme on this. I think he's calculated what he said. I don't have a problem with it. I, that's why I don't like it because it is calculated because it is, hey, let me leave a little off ramp over here to walk off on as opposed to, look, if we don't win this thing, something weird had to have happened. You know, because look around. We, we, we were the best team in the National League last year. If we don't get hammered by injuries, we just added their – the team that beat us, we just took their best player? I mean, think about it like that. The, we just took the team that beat us, we just got their best player. That's a pretty – that's a pretty – talk about power moves. But that's we a, know that's that. A pretty good way right? Like, like you and I – you and I, I – I'm not – if I ask you right now, Trav, hey, let's just say hypothetically we're sitting here and by the time October rolls around – the Dodgers lost in the playoffs to blank. 
Yeah. You're going to say it was an how can that happen? Wait a minute. With this team, I mean, you're going to be complaining and every Dodger fan's going to be lined up. I don't think that's a shock or a surprise. Everybody knows it's it's win it all or it's a incredibly um incredibly bust of a season. I need more mind-blowing LeBron stats out of you when we I come need back. more pot pie locations. <laughs> all right. For the moment um, Easter is done. Slee, you have you, yeah. you haven't had a chance to take a victory lap around the room. You you yeah. got a big win for your squad yesterday. We'll talk about it next. That's what we Tra- do. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So a bit of a yin and a yang situation going on right here, Slee. The yin being the 15th-seeded St. Peter's Peacocks have advanced to the second round. That's correct. Which is exciting. Anytime you get one of those really low or, or, or highly-seeded um, teams, you kind of want to root for them to go through, right? See how far they can go. It doesn't happen very often. But your feelings about the peacock sound have to be the yang to this thing. You want the 15th seed to advance, but you don't want an, uh, uh, an open full of peacock sounds come Monday morning. Who are they playing next? Do we know who they're playing next? Emily, that's your. this is your beat. You're on the college basketball beat. Who do they have next? Right, she'll I find know. the team. She'll find yeah. the team they're playing. Yeah, so let's just let's assume it's somebody that you've heard. Let's say, I don't know, let's, it's uh, it's Mary Brady. State. Mur- oh, Murray State. So got to root for him against Murray State, Slee. Well, Murray State's John Murray's team. Yeah, that's not that that no, well know, known but, of a school either. No, yeah, Murray State though. It's, it's you, know, you want to play this game? I want Murray State. What are they seated? What are they seated? Murray Murray State is seated seven. Seven. Okay, they're a seven seed. They're not a long shot. They're a seven seed. They're right in the middle of the pack. They're a fifteen. They also yeah. played two overtimes against San Francisco last night. They had two overtimes yesterday. I mean, what you all of a sudden you, you just you hate the that. peacock sound that much that you're going with a nondescript middle of the pack Murray State than the peacocks. It's not that. I just have my uncle's buddy graduated <laughs> from Murray State, and there's a connection there. There's a tie. You're a big John Morant guy. Do you think that if I could get to the Murray or not the Murray State, the uh, St. Peter and Endowment Office, and I could make a donation today? They would have an impact by tomorrow because now I'm all in. I, I I want the Peacocks to go all the way to the Final Four just to watch you squirm during every open. That's kind of my it. goal at this point. It's not even squirming. First of all, there's one Peacock is over the other Peacock. Like there is no. That's how they communicate. There is no. Uh, where's the fluidness of the Peacocks? Where's it's one just talking to the other? There's nine Peacocks talking over each other. Look, I I was a longtime resident of Arcadia, California which has a peacock on the city crest, there's a peacock. It's okay. The L.A. County Arboretum is located in Arcadia, California, that is filled with peafowl. Quick quick story here, and I forgot to tell this story. Not that there was much to the story, but just... Why well, did was, you interrupt the middle of my story to tell your story? I hate peafowl. <laughs> well, here's what happened. I was taking Rookie out, taking Rookie out for a walk, and uh, for the first time in his life, he saw a peacock, and he had... No idea what the hell was going on. I mean, in his mind, it was. Where were we you? Were in the car too. We were in Where the were car you? too. Kind of closer to Sierra Madre. Oh yeah. Okay. So that that area. Yeah. 
Um, so we're up. They can uh, fly. They probably, probably flew from the Arboretum to your little neck of the woods. This dude was in the car and was like, just roll the window up. Yeah, just roll the window up. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it's going to do. Let's just play it safe. That just shows how Get on how, board, uh, how powerful that rookie is. <laughs> peacocks are taking over the world. You're, you're, you're dipping in to the Arcadia Peacocks. And why why do you not like peafowl, Emily? That's what they're called collectively. <laughs> it's just I just don't like it. It just sounds wrong to me. And it just ma- makes me the, feel uncomfortable. The males. Now are, Chris is going to have peafowl in every open. The males are peacocks. The females are peahens. And collectively, they're peafowl. Sure. That is correct. <laughs> that is No response. That is correct. The, the males are the ones that make the uh, uh, sound. That's the, the men do that. The females make a different sound. When you're going to do that, count, give me a three, two, one. <laughs> I just, give me a countdown. I, I can just, look, my eardrum is demolished. I don't have, like, global aspirations to be on television. It's just not something that is whatever. That being said, I would really like this show to be on TV or streamed live at some point, only when there is Peacock conversation, because the look on Slee's face when this yep. stuff comes up, his, yep. his utter contempt for yes. the entire topic, it, 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 it's, a, it's a novel on your face. Like the entire, you, it's a, it's a you know billion it words let of hate you, let me tell you what it on is. your face. I don't know what to add to it. Like, I don't feel like I have anything just to add to it. sit back and enjoy it. it. You know? By the way, we never talked about how is your cramp? Any other issue? Uh, well, honestly, no. I haven't gotten another one, but it's sore. It, it, it really is. It, it still is. You know, like when you, like, say you bump into a door or something and you hit your elbow and it's sore for a day or two? Yeah. Kind of like that. It's I like a bone bruise, old. like Kendrick Nunn, right? He hasn't played all season with a bone bruise. <laughs> Wait till he gets back to Emily. Everything will be fine. All right. Wait till Nunn gets back. So I don't know if you've gone back and watched the video. I have, yeah. It just happened out of nowhere. Like I'm nothing well was going on. You were making a point, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm like, oh, his back tightened up. Because yeah. remember you were telling me that you yes. kind of had some issues with your back? Yes. You went into full, no, I'm, <laughs> I just got an injury talking on a, on a microphone <laughs> on radio where I'm hey. sitting down. You had a leg injury sitting down. It's only the finest tuned human bodies are that susceptible to slight changes in atmosphere and hydration and things like that, that it's such a finely tuned mechanism. Like for instance, you know, when they do the computer chips and they're in these sterile areas that just the tiniest little bit of dust can throw the whole thing off. Yes. It's basically the Travis Rogers physique. I, it's I it's a not, microchip. That the slightest kidding. deviation throws the entire thing out of whack. For the life of me. As I watched it back over and over again, I'm like, maybe he did something. Maybe he was stretching something. Maybe he was out of nowhere telling me, hey, can you turn the air down? And, like, there were body movements. You know what I did? Nothing. Honestly, I I figured out. So, you know how there are chairs in the studio are. I took my left foot is where my cramp was in the left leg. I put my left foot on, like, the the, the little rail that's underneath the chair. And I put it a little too far back. And all of a sudden, it just went. Wham! It just, sure. just gives like an electric sure. shock through my body. It was, it was terrible. I'm, thank you for bringing it up again. Thank you. We for never brought. I, I thought about this. I think it was yesterday. I'm like, we never talked about it. Like I never got to figure out if you're fine now. If it's I'm happened fine. again. So I'm, I'm, like, I'm such a piece of jug. So here's what I literally, as I was describing to you how I did it. I put my foot up on my chair here right now, and it almost Tighten went off again. Yeah, it did. It did that little half little quiver thing. Like, don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. 
All right, Devontae Adams is a Raider, and Slee's taking a victory lap. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, I want you to get uh, a chance to celebrate Freddie Freeman. Or, excuse me, uh, De- Devontae. I can't even talk. Devontae Adams. There's a Devontae Freeman. I think he's in a linebacker. I crossed the streams with Devontae Adams and Freddie Freeman became Devontae Freeman. That's what happened right there. Listen, when you're the Raiders, you're always all in. And you're always one step closer, always one step away from winning it all. Okay, I know I'm probably lying when I'm saying that, but uh, – Bro, how about the AFC West just going out and making moves? Because yeah. whether it's Devontae Adams or it's Khalil Mack or it's Russell Wilson, uh, it seems like every team who is chasing the Kansas City Chiefs, that's kind of been how that's how the yeah. division has been, they didn't all just kind of sit back. And, and listen, are they going to pay Devontae Adams a boatload of money, pretty much quarterback, quarterbacks, you could say quarterback uh, money from a, a, a position perspective? They are, but I kind of like that they're, you know, they're going all in. As are the Chargers. Denver's making some news, uh, some noise as well. It probably the be the toughest division in the NFL. At least the oh, AFC West should be. I, yeah, for sure, right? I mean, they got four really good teams in that division. All of a sudden, the Raiders went from fifty to one to thirty-five to one with okay. the addition of Adams. So that's a big jump. That's that's not insignificant. That's a big jump. And just to give you an idea, the Packers went from eight to one. Their odds went up to ten to one. So he's he's a guy that makes a difference. And look, that division's going to be super good. And not to get too far afield, I want to come back. There's some really interesting Freddie Freeman stuff here in a second. Um, the Chargers are in a the, and the Chargers have been very aggressive this offseason. And I like most of the moves they've made, but they really have no choice. Their roommate just won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They're playing in a place that really is indifferent to their existence to begin with. Every other team in your division is either a recent Super Bowl champion or going all in on quarterbacks and star players. You better get your you-know-what together or you're going to get even more buried than you are right now. So as somebody who, you know, obviously for years I was at one point a uh, Los Angeles Charger or a San Diego Charger fan. Right. um, They are known for – this is what the franchise does. What the franchise does is typically – they uh, they not only don't make the best moves, but they choke. I mean, let's just kind of say it how it is. The Chargers sure. just choked this past 
and I'm not saying this just because I'm not a Charger fan. They did. They they could they had a chance to win the division early on, choked away some games that they should have won, ended up losing to the Raiders in the final regular season game. Bro, they went out and made moves. And when you say they're competing here in L.A. because of what the Rams are doing, only thing they could really control is can we be a good product on the football field? Can Justin Herbert be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL potentially? Um, can they improve their roster? They made a ton of moves so far. A lot of that on the defensive end. Yep. I like what they did. I really do. I, I, I think they, they made a lot of big moves, but I think Chargers are one of those organizations where until you actually prove that you can do things when it matters, it's tough to give them too much credit. But in the offseason, you should give them credit. And the Rams made a big move, too. They get Allen Robinson from the Bears, who is a very, very – like, I, I was thinking about this this morning. Um, who has Allen Robinson had as his quarterbacks in Jacksonville and in Chicago? Right? And, and, and the answer – and by the way, probably, so I'm not putting you on the probably spot. 15, probably 15 different quarterbacks. Right. And, and I'm, I'm not putting you on the spot because I don't know either. Right, I know that Mitch Trubisky is a big part of it, and then Jacksonville hasn't had a good quarterback really since Byron Leftwich was there a million years ago, right? So nobody is the answer to that. And he put up big numbers. So you give that guy a capable quarterback like Matthew Stafford, forget about it. That is a how huge about, move. How about, by the way, and there are, you know, just reading stories about Allen Robinson that he's very underrated. And the fact that it's not just Matt Stafford, but they got so many weapons. We'll see what happens with the rest of the wide receiver core, but they got weapons, so you can't just key in on this dude. And that, that's that's the biggest thing with the Rams. Because Cooper Cup is so good, it opens up opportunity for some of these other players. I, I, I think he'll thrive here. Okay, there's some really good Freddie Freeman stuff. Sit tight. I want to get to I just want to finish this thought on the Rams really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody's got to go, Slee, right? That s- Somebody has to – something's got to give. You've got you've got the new guy that just comes in right now, right? You've got Allen Robinson, you've got Cooper Cup. You know one hundred percent for sure they're gonna be there. Okay. Yep. Cooper Cup's the best wide receiver in football. You just gave Allen Robinson a bunch of money. He's coming in. You got OBJ, maybe coming or going. We don't know. We'll see. But he's unavailable for a good portion of the season. And then you've got Robert Woods, who has been, you know, we talked about Whitworth's leadership. Robert Woods is on that list of leaders in that locker room. That's four you can't have four. You can have three. You can't have four. Somebody's going to be deeply unhappy if they're number four. So I don't know if it's OBJ. I don't know if it's Robert Woods. But one of those two guys, and I'm not saying it's going to happen today, tomorrow, the next day, but you can't carry those four guys. There's just not an, as, as magnanimous as the Rams are, as well run as they are, you cannot have four wide receivers because there's just not enough balls. Maybe it's going to be as simple as, hey, which guy are we going to get back? They're coming off of injuries. Which guy is going to come back first? Odell tweeted this out yesterday. As if I needed more motivation, I'm going to make my son proud. When I'm done with all this, from what I did on the field. I mean, it just kind of goes on talking about almost sounds like he's motivated again. And I don't think that's a coincidence with the signing, obviously, uh, the signing here with um, – And the Rams have made, gone out of their way to say they, they want – OBJ back. They they said even with the addition of Robinson, we are still very interested in getting Odell back on this team. So I don't think that it's automatic that Odell's the odd man out. It could be Robert Woods. Okay, so Freddie Freeman. Um, I'm going to read you a series of tweets here from a handful of, uh, of people here. This one's from Michael Duarte, who works for NBC here locally. Freddie Freeman said he only – and Freddie Freeman's talking to the media right now in Arizona. 
Freddie Freeman says he only got two calls from the Braves the entire offseason. He said he got tons of calls from Justin Turner, who's been trying to recruit Freeman to the Dodgers every time he got to first base against Atlanta for the last five years. So JT's been whispering in his ear forever, okay? This is from Dylan Hernandez asked the question of Freddie Freeman. What do you think of Anthopolis's tears? Alex Anthopoulos is the general manager yep. of the Atlanta Braves. Freddie Freeman's response, I saw them. That's all I'll say. Okay? Two calls from the Braves during the offseason. Mm-hmm. And the response to what did you make of the guy that was crying because you left was, yeah, I saw him crying. The Braves clearly did not do Freddie Freeman right. Clearly. You were exactly right. You were on it, Slee, because this could be one of those, oh, you don't want me? Okay. Okay. I'm going to go over to these guys. Get ready for what we're about to put on you. I think you nailed it. I really do. I think that is a huge reason why he's here. Well, and listen, the Braves' actions speak louder than words. First of all, if you get in two calls, I mean, that, that just says it right there. All right, are you on their priority list? Are they not? And what they end up doing, they went out and got somebody who's, I want to say, five years younger. And very good. Signed, signed him for eight years and $168 million. Um by the way, I think the Dodgers and the Braves play April 18th through the 20th. There's going to be a series here in L.A., and then June 24th to the 26th will be their first series in Atlanta. And the Braves players love Freddie. Of course they, they do. love Freddie. So, so by, by the way, here's the question. This is what you got to ask yourself. If you're asking me just my own personal opinion, do you want to go out and get that younger first baseman who's going to make less money per year because Freddie Freeman's making technically – more money per year. They're they're covering that over eight years. Um, do you want to? It kind of depends on the position in the window that you're in. If I'm the Atlanta Braves, I go get back the heart and soul of my team. I just won a World Series, so I got nothing to lose from that perspective. If I got to pay him five years and one forty, and Dodgers are you know here's six years one sixty two because you want six years. If I got to pay him one extra year. That loyalty means something, but you're not doing it. If the Dodgers think he's good enough for six years, then that should say something because the Dodgers are not one of those franchises that have gone out there and spent their money foolishly. You were explaining it yesterday. If you thought the Angels did it or one of these other teams, you the story would be a little different for you. I do think it was a mistake by the Braves, and they're gonna, they could go sell it to Atlanta and say, we got somebody younger, we got somebody who's just as talented, blah, blah, blah. You won a World Series. You're still in a window to compete for a World Series. Why wouldn't you bring him back? Of Couple course, of there's going to be there's extra juice and motivation that's only going to benefit the Dodgers. You know who just got absolutely screwed? Matt Olson. You're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. Matt Olson is like, oh god, really? Okay, because now every time Matt Olson goes 0 for five in a game, which by the way is going to happen twice a week, it's baseball. Freddie, where y'all? You know, we we got this guy for Freddie, and they the, love him. Yes, and it's not just that he's a great player; he's a fan favorite. He is he is their guy. That now all of a sudden, if Matt Olson gets off to a slow start, what if Freddie Freeman starts the season and in the month of April he hits nine home runs and is batting three fifty, and Matt Olson is batting you know two ten with one home run? I mean, but, I know that the way, it's, it's a it's a merit, but they they just put such an incredible amount of meat on Matt Olson's plate that he has to pick up now. It is an unbelievably bad move by the Braves to have not at least pretended to try to get something done with him. 
who knows if that's also extra motivation for the Dodgers to say, look, we're not just getting this dude and his resume and his accolades. We're not just getting that. We're getting a guy that's going to be driven, that he feels disrespected by the team that beat the Dodgers to go win a World Series, right, to go to go grab a World Series. The, the last two years, it's been the Dodgers and the Braves that have won a World Series. So the chances of those teams crossing paths in the playoffs, probably a good chance. And we'll see what eventually happens. But you're not bringing somebody just in based off their skill set, their leadership. There's also this chip on your shoulder that maybe you wouldn't have had if you stayed with the Braves if they treated you right that now you're going to have playing with an opposing team. Okay, one other thing, too, that we have. And this, I'm going to, believe it or not, I'm going to make a Laker connection here, and I'm going to give the Lakers some credit. Mm -hmm. Your reputation on how you treat your very best players matters. It's going to follow you around. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a part of what you do. And when Kobe was winding down, and Kobe was not Kobe anymore from a basketball player, you know, perspective, the Lakers said, we don't give a damn. Here's $50 million, or whatever the number was, mm-hmm. right? He's Kobe Bryant. You paid him for what he had done on in the exactly past. right. Here's yep. here, here's fifty million. Here's a thank you for five championships, a Hall of Fame career, most popular Laker of his entire generation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We take care of our people. LeBron James is kind of in a similar situation where Jeannie, you know, you got to make sure that LeBron feels like he was well taken care of. Magic Johnson doesn't have a bad word to say about it. You know what I mean? They they take care. of of their people. And if you don't take care of your people, that follows you around too. If so, you are if you're the team that the second they think they can go younger and cheaper, well, here's the okay, let me You'll go. You'll be remembered for that. How yep. about this? Ronald Acuña is on the short list of best players in baseball. Okay, he's one of the 10 best guys in baseball. He's very young and wildly talented. You don't think he just saw what happened? You, you don't think that he just saw what happened? And when he comes up, when it's time for him to make a decision, that that at least some part in the back of his brain isn't, hey, listen, they did Freddie Freeman dirty. Why are they going to shoot me straight? Maybe he maybe now all of a sudden Dodgers, Yankees, Cubs, Cardinals, Giants, all those teams that have money that go around spend. Maybe he's saying, I'm just going to go, I'm not going to let these guys do me like that. I'm going to beat them to the punch. I'm going to do them first. I know that that's a pretty extreme leap. But this is the sort of – I mean, that is a bad move for them, and that's something the Dodgers do really well, something the Lakers do really well. It's something the Rams, I think, we're going to see demonstrated over the next few years as guys like Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford start to get a little older in age. I think they're going to do it well. That's a huge miss for them. So, Trav, I I think there's – sometimes loyalty can be – when Kobe signed that final two-year contract, I was one of them saying, guys, you you can't – I mean – you can't give him. He can't be the highest paid player in the NBA at this stretch of the at this stretch of his career. And the Lakers were like, "Yeah, sounds good. We're going to go ahead and make four hundred million off the fifty million that we just gave him." Obviously, from a business perspective, it made sense. But from a basketball perspective, um, you can tie the strings together and say, "Look at the way the Lakers took care of Kobe." Loyalty sometimes can go the wrong way where you're too loyal to someone. The Dodgers didn't give Kershaw a five-year deal, a four-year deal, a three-year deal. Gave him a one-year deal. And you still kind of felt like there is still the, hey, let's see how this year go, goes, and there's still that kind of relationship there. For sure. Th- for sure. This, and, one, and the th- this, one will, this one will stand out for the Braves. And the fact that the Dodgers stepped in and gave him that money and gave him those years also shows you how the Dodgers think is a – a baseball a mistake that, <laughs> right. that the that the Braves made. The, and the Kershaw thing, I guarantee you, 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's time for everything we haven't gotten to today. Yes, it's time for the dump. All right, so Emily just said, uh, was looking at social media because she's allowed social media during the show. This is very important. She did not break her uh, her, her Lent sacrifice. But what did you see, Em? So uh, Jalen Ramsey uh, tweeted out eyeballs and a head blown emoji. So for background for people who aren't keeping up with Jalen Ramsey, Every time something big has happened with the Rams this season, he has tweeted out something cryptic with emojis. So, Rams fans, be on the lookout. Al, want to take a guess? I got a guess. Um, what's that? I, my what's your guess? guess? Is, my guess is, and I don't know if it's good news or bad news, but my guess is it's OBJ related. Hmm. That 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 it's whether he's coming back, which is wow, mind blown. I or, could see that. He's yeah, I leaving, see that. which is, oh, wow, mind blown. It could go either way, right? I think he would only send it if something good's happening. Unless he's, you know, really tight with OBJ and he really wanted him to come yeah. back and all yeah. of a sudden he decides to go somewhere else. Hold on, Emily, what would you send? Is this the – So it's not Rams related, but this is from Adam Schefter. So Adam Schefter said that Deshaun Watson has decided he wants to play for the Cleveland Browns in a stunning change of events per sources. Watson has informed the Houston Texans that he is now willing to mm. waive the no-trade clause in his contract to be dealt to Cleveland. Okay, so not Rams-related. You're right. However, oddly, it's Trevor Bauer-related, right? It's Dodger-related because Deshaun Watson is obviously persona non grata on the Texans. They, he, they don't want him, right? They didn't, they, he was active or inactive for every game last season. He made every penny of his money last year, but all of the – Stuff, sexual assault allegations, sexual misconduct allegations against Deshaun Watson were kind of in limbo. And then a couple of days ago, they said, look, there's not going to be any criminal charges. He's still got to deal with some civil stuff, but no criminal charges. The Texans very clearly like, we'll, we'll go, go find another place to play. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. trade you. The Browns are obviously comfortable with bringing him in and all, the, all that that entails. You wonder if this something similar is going to happen with Bauer and the Dodgers because the, the Dodgers have made it very clear that they don't want anything to do with him, that the second it went down, they couldn't have run away from him any faster. Now, he didn't. he's not facing any criminal charges. He's not even facing any civil charges at this point. So what, I mean, does he have to go down? Does he have to do the Deshaun Watson thing? I think, by the way, that's interesting because I think a lot of times in a situation like this, it's like, okay, I, I need to go somewhere else. The team needs to move on that I'm currently on, and – if an opportunity comes, Deshaun Watson is going to be playing for an NFL team here very soon, right? He's going to be representing a different team. It won't be the Houston Texans. Right. I don't think you're too far off. It, it, would you be shocked or surprised that the moment it happens or the moment the opportunity could come, it's still in MLB's hands, so I think they're, Dodgers will have to make a decision at some point. But I think there will come a time where they say, okay, he's off our hands. 
it's so going to be three, four, five teams so that what, will take their chances. One thing to think about. So AFC West, we've been saying it's been the best uh, division of quarterbacks, but AFC North, Sean Watson, potentially. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Pretty good division. Just Mervis, missing the, oh, Steelers. the Steelers. The Trubisky. <laughs> no, so that's the wrong answer. Trubisky blows the great point average. Hey, Derek Carr blows it for the AFC West. Now, Derek Carr it looks like uh, you know Peyton Manning next to Trubisky. I don't I mean, know. We haven't seen Trubisky with a competent court, uh, coach. Uh, Trubisky has not had a good season. Derek Carr was going to win the MVP until he broke his leg. But just add another, if this happens, right, add another quarterback, big-time name to the AFC. For, for sure. Well, he was in the AFC already, but you're right. The, the Texans, As in he's not going to the he's, NFC he's, or anything not, like that. As and in, he's not on the Texans who are dog whistle. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're terrible along the way. Um, I, I keep coming back to Bauer. Like, this is this is the exact same thing, right? It's the – I mean, obviously, Watson had 22 people saying, hey, not cool. And, and Bauer has one. But it's, it's kind of interesting that the, if the Dodgers kind of follow suit with what they're doing um, – with with Bauer, which is listen, you may not have broken the law. We just don't want you in our building anymore. We just we just can't tolerate your deal. And wh- what could you get for him? Do you even try? Do you just send him how shocked? Way? How shocked would you be if they decided no, they're going to keep him? Stunned. Yeah, I would too. Stunned. Yeah, I mean, I, I I I know that I don't know if it was Dave or or Andrew Friedman, but one of the Dodger you know managers. I think it was Dave. Was it, it was Dave? Dave. Yeah. yeah. They said, "Hey, never say never," or we don't know how it's. He he. It was the first time I'd ever seen anybody even slightly crack the door open for him again. But just the way that his teammates, the way that the organization responded to it at the beginning, I, I have a hard time believing that he'd come back. All right, some other things. It was today in 1980, March 18th, 1980. Coach K, Mike Shashevsky is offered yep. the Duke head coaching job. He's still there, Slee. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> uh, crazy. Covering that game, covering that day, uh, the the media release of it. Just unbelievable to be there. I'm not calling out anybody for anything. I'm just saying. I got a question for you. You help me out here, Slee. Yeah. And, and I want you to look at my chin while I'm asking this question. Okay. Why is Mike Shashevsky's hair darker now than it was in 1980? Well, He's a here's the thing. Just right man. now, interest rates, um, they're hiking up a little bit. And then uh-huh. the chips, we've talked, you and I have the talked ships. about the, the, the sh- ships and <laughs> the chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does look, he, he actually, did you see his he made commercial? made a deal I know with the devil, guys. Okay, wait, so at and did this. made a deal with Just for Men or Kiwi Number no. 5 or <laughs> something like that. How good were those AT&T commercials yesterday? Matt Stafford Coach was K pretty funny. And Stafford. Yeah, Stafford's was pretty good. Where So I could turn in my old phone, which I really, really loved for 12, for 12 years. years. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. You know what I thought of in that? Peyton Manning's a pretty good actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my takeaway from Matthew Stafford actor was Peyton Manning is a pretty good actor along the way. Here's another one. Uh, Peyton was hosting SNL. Peyton was doing good. the uh, Eli's good. The ESPYS. Yeah. Former is it former yet? Former Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield's a good actor. He, the, those those commercials that he does for uh, the insurance company are pretty good. So Steph got hurt the other night. And so we good were, that you forgot the insurance company. Which company was? I forgot too. Was it State Farm? 
Geico, Progressive. Progressive. We're sponsored I, yeah. by Progressive. Progressive. Okay. Progressive. Progressive. There you go. That's correct. Um, yes. We 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 maybe. I didn't know that Baker necessarily was. Uh, so Steph got a, a foot injury the other day. Kind of a Steve Kerr did not like it. Marcus Smart kind of slammed into him. Um, and there was like, okay, doesn't look like there's any major things. Then we found out that Steph might not play for the rest of the regular season. Now we're hearing from Shams, uh, Sharania, that the Warriors are going to reevaluate Steph in a couple of weeks. But this is, this is a huge deal because if they have Steph, they're in the mix to win the whole thing. If they don't have Steph, they're probably going to go out pretty quick. So this is not a this is not how you want to play some of these things, but I'll play this game of all right from a timing perspective. If he's reevaluated in two weeks, let's say all of next week, the week after, you still have two weeks after that until the playoffs start. You'll have one week of regular season games and then the playing tournament, all that stuff that they're not going to be a part of. So you can say that he's got a cushion of two weeks after he's reevaluated. That's that's it changes the whole league. It really does. He's there. There's a handful of guys that can change the whole league, and Steph is certainly one of them. All right, Slee, enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoy rookie. Enjoy everything else that you got going. Your double Laker duties this weekend. We will be back Monday morning, 10 a.m. Start with us. Spend your whole day with us. Spend three hours with us. It's Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN. Mason and Ireland next.